Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking... But I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! So you stayed in a, in a cell? Stayed in a cell, yeah. They So they <coughs> basically, they said look, we're going to arrest you. And at that point, I was like, all right, fucking hell. This is what I liked. They had to kind of tell the officer in the office, basically, what I was arrested for. And they were like, this one's been under section, blah, 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 the Terrorism Act. And the guy, no joke, like cracked a little laugh. He was like, all right, okay, let's get you written up. (laughs) Hello, guys. Welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour. You right, Jordan? Mate, I'm I'm great. How are, How are you doing? I'm really good. I'm really good. We've You're got, beaming. Yeah, we've got a couple of guests that we'll get to in a minute. Um, but just to let you in behind the curtain, we've we filmed a little bit of this. Just a little. Just, oh, yeah. Just a little bit, and um, Stevie didn't hit record. <laughs> Stevie Fuck fu- off. Stevie, Stevie fucked it. Hang on, basically. Hang on, excuse me. <laughs> What do you mean, fuck off? I literally left the room to hit record. Evidently if you knew how didn't. to use technology, every fucking week I have to come in here, I set up all the cameras, make sure that's all fine, make go. sure I everything else is fine. Time. That's his defence. So who's at fault here? Did you or did well, you not so hit the button? I really like the guests that let's we've go, got today. Let, Can we speak to, about let's them? Let's go to our guests. We have got... Hello, boys. ...the first duo ever to be on Happy Hour. We've yeah. got Zach and Jay yeah. from the Zach and Jay show. We're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh dear! Yeah, so I can only apologise that we've we've done we've done. Half. So we started off the last one seeing who you should get rid of out of them two. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, yeah. thank That's you. That's As we were spoken about, uh, speaking about, there was a lot of debate in the comments about who should who should leave. Um, yeah, well, I wasn't yeah. even part of it properly at that point. No, no. So. But yeah, so if if you have got to keep on your your, your annoying comments, judging each each one. It's obvious now. <laughs> Steve, yeah. Stevie's off. Right, Zach, Jay, um, from the Zach and Jay show. Tell us, um, anyone that doesn't know out there, tell us about about your content and what you do. You take it this time because I'll shit last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to yeah, yeah. stop reference. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. So we make all sorts of content. We've done the things like uh, how to get free chicken wings in London using Ooh. business methods of persuasion where you basically found out about multi-million pound negotiation techniques that like Wolf of Wall Street shit yeah really high end shit and we were like right we'll try it on the stingiest bosses in the world the boss men of London 
Um, that went quite well. We got like 27 free chicken wings by the end of the day. We've done like uh, the World Bog Snorkeling Championship. So we went to the tiniest town in the UK and every single year they dig a little hole in the ground and get people from all over the world to swim in it like weirdos. What? what? Hang on, wait. How does, that, how does that work? So you've got what is it? Is it one hole that you go through and then there's a whole it's new more, world? It's more or? of like a, it's more of a channel. A cha- well, it's and a there's bog. two of them. It's a bog. Yeah, with, with two lanes six. of equal length, and uh, yeah, you race, and it's it's horrible, muggy, yeah. shitty water. What, there was a trout either. in there as well. This yeah. year, there was a trout <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. What did you take part? Yeah, we took part. Yeah, it's did you one win? Of the coldest I've ever been in my life. Did you win? I can't watch that video without shivering. Really? I would definitely do you an injustice to say you're pranksters because that's a wanky term and you're not that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. But um, that's what the newspapers call us. Yeah, yeah but mainstream media don't know what papers, to call anyway. Yeah, but also yeah. papers fucking hate YouTubes anyway. <laughs> I've heard a news reporter say vloggers. <laughs> vloggers. <laughs> yeah. We're not one of them either. No. <laughs> but I think your videos, because I've watched your videos for a, for a while now, I think they're some of the most original videos out there. And um, everyone is so different to the last one. So if one's a bit shit, it don't matter, because you, know, <laughs> you know the next is going to be good. And um, yeah. I don't know if you boys know this, but one of my favourite types of video that you do <laughs> happen to be your sneaking in place. Places. No. <laughs> Where it all began. Right? Yeah. Um, we can talk about that. Yeah. yeah. How'd that come about? Um, set the scene. 2016. Yeah. Two broke uni students. One mission to get into yeah. as many festivals as you can for free. Um, and then it basically we started recording shit um, on an iPhone for basically Snapchat stories back when Snapchat was a thing. Right. Um, just showing off that we were like with our favorite rappers and shit like that. And then uh, yeah, it kind of we realized there was something in there. I've always wanted to create a YouTube channel. Yeah. So I started filming properly. As soon as I took my like DSLR camera, that was when like a whole new level was unlocked basically. And we were like then on stage and then suddenly we was chatting to the acts and we're interviewing and all that kind of shit. So it was like a natural progression through the last summer of uni. And then the first video to ever go out on that channel was the Olympic homecoming parade one, which, uh, Right. Which, yeah, which went a little bit mad. So it's mad that you were doing this just, just because you wanted to do it. Anyway, I think that's how the best channels always birthed. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. People often now start YouTube channels. And there's nothing wrong with this, as we said in the Casper one, but people start channels now because they know there's money to be made and, and stuff like that. So it, it, it seems like a natural progression um, that you were just sort of fucking about. And that was that. When you said before you started a YouTube channel, you were doing it on Snapchat. Yeah. Were, were people buzzing off it back then or yeah. what? So, so, at, so our twelve followers. Yeah. One, of them, <laughs> one of them that I did was at Skepta in Manchester. He did. Uh, he just released his album um, Kanichiwa, and um, it was six. Uh, really good night. And uh, I love he, the way you said Kanichiwa. <laughs> yeah, I remember the name, but uh, yeah, it's Kanichiwa. So yeah. it was a bit of uncertainty with how. So, yeah, I wouldn't always say that. And then uh, he ended the gig, and it was absolutely sick. He had no right to end it in the way he did. Very excited, and I saw a load of waiters go backstage with like load of drinks. So I just looked around. Cri- quickly grabbed uh, grabbed a bin and just followed him in didn't say this in the last one by the way yeah um yeah got backstage um i went yes skeptic in my little spot that show was absolutely sick um and and, and after about five minutes of having a little drink one of the security guys went who the fuck are you <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone looked at me and was like who the fuck is he and then uh, i went whoa 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 before he kicked me out because they were getting a bit rough yeah went, let me tell you how i got here told it in front of everyone i had one fucking chance and Skepta went, that is so sick that you can stay. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and I did a little tweet. And, and, and the next day, I did a little tweet like, oh, I just got backstage. Oh, no, that, that like half an hour after. Yeah. I went, just got backstage by, uh, by carrying a bin bag to Skepta. 
um, I gave him a spud and he went, ha ha, legend. And it went kind of semi-viral in, in like my, well, Peter Moore in, in Stockport, Great Manchester. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, that right, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. And that's when, so it went, if, if we knew it could go kind of semi-viral around there, then yeah, yeah, yeah. with a big boy camera and a sick videographer and fucking, well, we didn't really know what the fuck could happen there, did we? So, um, no. so, festival, that's like, quality. so when you were doing it like naturally just on your phone and that, it seems like it's, it's, it's a lot more well natural. So when you have the big DSLR camera, does that make things a lot more harder? No, easy. it's normally like a prop. So really? Even if you're not using it. like In festivals especially, like that is a key to anywhere yeah. in a festival. A I'm big, jealous that I don't have a camera. A big camera. Yeah, normally he's the bin man. But we to get in the, the front door, it's normally the bin man, like high-vis jacket. You, you actually yeah. do your job. You pick up litter. And then you, you walk through. No one's going to question. And the good you thing about because... that that no one actually knows, but this is an added added benefit is you can take an eight pack of beer in the bottom of the bin bag. So you're not going to buy an alcohol. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, that's you're having it. the cheapest fucking festival ever. I say that. <laughs> How many festivals do you reckon you've done? All of them. We've hit double mate. digits, haven't we, mate? We've yeah. Hit double digits. Um, yeah, too many. Have you been back to the same festival twice? Yeah, the one in Bristol, we, yeah, yeah, we absolutely one. rinse it every year. <laughs> we feel a little bit bad, but now that yeah, people it usually sells out. So yeah. Yeah. To, uh, so, do you not think one at one point you will become too known where you can't do that? Yeah, is that yeah, maybe. maybe not a festivals because like they are picked, they are put up and taken down within the space of like a month. So yeah. I feel like there's always yeah. going to be little flaws in there yeah. or just people who are working for a free ticket because it doesn't make sense to pay those kind of people who are the stewards and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, and if anything, like I, I've met a few people at festivals who like watch the vids and they they fucking even in the last one we done. In last summer, there was like seventeen-year-old kids who were doing exactly what we were doing, and there were seven of us all dressed up as bin men, and we were trying to get our mate in inside a bin. Yeah, <laughs> and I seen these two kids, the and I was, this day. I was like, <laughs> I know what they are doing, and I ran up to them. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then they were like, "Oh shit, Zach! Like we're here because of you." And then we took them in as well. So, so yeah, I feel like festivals are always going to be easy. Um, gigs and events and high-profile events. They're getting, they're getting, they're clocking yeah. on. So, uh, so, so the first, the first one I ever saw from you was the famous Conor McGregor one. Kate went viral on Facebook. Mm. You got to talk us through that. Oh, uh, that was stupid numbers. Yeah. That, uh, so, what did what numbers? How many numbers did that get? Uh, on Uni Lads, it was 60, 65 mil or something. Fucking like hell! I was not expecting that much. So no. But that was like. And the channel at that point was at 400 subscribers. So I was like a struggling kind of YouTuber. I was doing freelance videography work at the time just to like make money. Um, and yeah, that kind of just come out of nowhere. And it, it was such big news in mainstream press and on Facebook the week before. that It couldn't kind of not go viral. So it was, yeah, it was the Conor McGregor effect, but it just fucking blew up. And, and yeah, it was like articles written about it, people making reacting videos. And then all of a sudden this dead YouTube channel was on like, I think it was 30k overnight, so I was like, oh shit, I, yeah. I could actually do this. What made now, you so. think of doing it? Like, so, what, And what made you think, you know what, so I dare to do this? I should just say, before we go further, so what happened was, you managed to sneak ringside and backstage for the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. It was the it was actually the press conference in London right. before, ahead of the main fight. Oh, of this course, was a right. fucking spectacle. So yeah. it, it was essentially the same like gravitas of event. There was like, Irish fans coming down to London, everyone was smashed. Um, I didn't know what to expect, and that was what it was. And I ended up walking out when he got announced with him and all his crew. Um, I was like ringside for the whole thing. I was in his dressing room when he cut his birthday cake. I was like at the press conference front row. 
I was just taking a piss, really. I was, yeah, I was fucking. <laughs> That's everywhere. all your channel is, that really. Was really? No, it's just in the background. Cool. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> slogan, actually, it just taking a piss, really. Taking We've a been yeah. Slogan, That's really. quality. Yeah. What? So, yeah, like you said, Stevie, what was what was your idea? How did you get that idea? What did you? So, so we obviously, as we said, started off in festivals, and that was all like fun and games. And the end goal with that was like I, I'd, I'd filmed a load of shit. I hadn't made the videos. Um, so it kind of just been that one off. And then at the end of summer, it was the Olympic homecoming parade. So that was when we took the jump from like just fucking around to here's a target. Here's what we want to get done. We want to jump on the homecoming bus with Olympians, dressed as Olympians, and just ride it down the street, see how long we'll last. Yeah. So that was the first one, which was like an actual official, like they had spent millions on security and all sorts. So that was like... And it worked well then. And, and, and it fucking worked well and it worked yeah, perfectly. So that was, that was the first one of its kind in like, it was a sporting niche and all that stuff. So I was like, it was actually Jamie texting me saying like, Mayweather McGregor is in London this weekend or whenever it was. Um, you should do it. And I literally just started doing research straight away. And the research period is normally like five hours of just scrolling through hashtags and shit like that. And it was then Mayweather's like personal driver that had put there was a little flex on the instagram he put up the photos of the passes triple a ones along with like Not a bad. few rolexes yeah and shit like yeah, that. Oh, so yeah, I was like, right, yeah, this yeah. Fine. yeah and i actually gave him a little shout out in the vid so i'm pretty sure he's fine <laughs> 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 that's if you're doing him a favor there like yeah. give him a shout out yeah, yeah. i made sure yeah. they knew it ruined his followers so that that was literally the the most perfect so you take this guy's uploaded the picture of yeah. the pass you screenshot it and you screenshot it, you take it straight from Instagram. And usually there's a bit of like bodging going on with Photoshop. And I've actually, I'd, I've learned, I've got better at Photoshop since doing all this shit. But at the start, it was awful. Was it? Um, this one was obviously easy because it was just a straight print screen. I cropped around it. I, I fucked around with a few things. I put Floyd Mayweather's nipple in his eye. So I replaced his eye with a nipple and just little things like that. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, it was pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just rolled up. Oh, I'd so laminated cool. this pass and it was the first time I used the Tesco's laminator. People thought I had a brand deal from Tesco's because I just kept doubling down on that as a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, went to the event, rocked up, drove up to London, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, so you went on your own? Yeah, loner. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, mad because I myself. often get confident in numbers. I'm one of these guys where if I'm with my mates, I'll act like I'm way harder than I am. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. But you've you've driven from where? Midsummer Norton in Somerset. Town of 10,000. <laughs> to go and eat birthday cake. That is, yeah, that yeah, is fucking nuts. nuts. It was a pilgrimage. I, I remember like driving into London. I'd never driven to London before and I was like just... I was listening to Eminem just hyping myself up. I was like, come on, come on. And I, uh, yeah, got there and shat myself for a little while. But yeah. I'd prevailed. feel uncomfortable going to an event that I've paid for on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. So when you got there, you get there equipped with your pass, your camera. Your suit from graduation. Your, your suit. <laughs> uh, yes, how, mate. What's, talk us through the steps. What happens? So you find a car park. <laughs> no, you, basically you just rock up to the event you see uh, there was a massive queue around the outside of the building so I knew those kind of like doors which are the regular doors they're, they're kind of easy because it's hectic and the people who are doing the tickets is like people everywhere it's like one 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 in um, so I, I originally tried to get through one of those doors and they were like they saw my credentials and they were like oh no you're on this one um, and I was like oh shit they, okay so they kind of just glanced at it they thought it was legit so then I get behind uh, Mayweather's crew, and I, don't, I still don't know who this guy is. I think his name's Sam, but he's big in the boxing world, basically. 
and I recognised him, didn't know his name or his role, but I basically scooched in behind them, and I was pressed up behind this boxer called Joseph Joyce or something like that, right. and he's like a heavyweight champion, whatever. Yeah, I didn't know him at the time, just seen he's a massive guy. Mm. So I was kind of like shimmying behind him, and they all just got clicked through because they're like VIPs, and I was just in the midst of these VIPs. So I just got waved on through. The, the scanners went off, beep, 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 everything. And they were just like, no, nah, keep going. And I had my camera, everything. I could have had anything on me, to be fair. But uh, yeah, at that point I was in. And then the next level was like backstage. And that was when I was like kind of faced with the first issue, which was like, where the fuck do I go? And then will these passes work? Mm. Yeah, fucking it, it, everything just fell into place and it worked like Fucking hell. Work. What was the story um, you said, I think on your channel, um, where you said about the, the guy said it wasn't the right pass but luckily you had like a yeah right yeah 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 okay yeah so i the door that i get down um there's two doors as you get in the the main door to the spectator area where all the riffraff was going so where was this then, sorry this was wembley was it like me saying this yeah, yeah. wembley ssc <laughs> <laughs> they hate me but, um, yeah wembley stuff uh so yeah i find this backstage door and it's just an inconspicuous little door i originally walk into someone's office and I was like, oh shit, sorry. I was like, do you know where backstage is? And she pointed me in the right direction. There was just one guy, and I'm not even kidding when I say this, he was sat on the bench, like opposite this door, just like just staring at the wall. <laughs> and, yeah, and he was the only, he was the first guy. So I walked through the first set of doors and I'm like, shit. And it's, this is in the vid, like I'm reacting like in real time, like what the fuck's just happened? I think I'm like the next door is backstage. Open the door and then there's this big guy and he basically like grabs the pass and he's got this whole kind of like thing on the wall of the passes that are allowed down. There's only one that's allowed and that's a blue one. So he grabs the, my yellow pass because I came prepared, which was a media pass saying, nope, like this isn't the right one. So I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure there's just a mix up, blah, blah, blah. Went back, uh, went into the toilet, switched passes with the blue one that I made. And next thing you know, boom. Boom. We're really you straight like, you never guess what. It was a mix up at the death. <laughs> yeah, there's shit up there. Yeah. So it was purely by chance that you'd made a blue one, or is it because you saw on the guys? So that... I knew that that was like the, the top tier, and I didn't want to take the piss. I'm a humble guy. I didn't want to go. <laughs> <as a promoter. laughs> I was fucking 12 at the time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I tried my luck with the media because I had the camera. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I walked by, and obviously, media wasn't enough. So I convinced this guy, and I, I was kind of gauging his response. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm meant to have one of those. Like, let me go and check. And he was like, yeah, yeah, cool. So I just balled in at that point. I was like, I, I need to get it through this next layer. And I was like, yeah, mate, they they got it wrong. And uh, yeah, I treated him right though. I bought him a pint and like, he was in my back pocket for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it was all good. So, so then you're, you've got to the to the ultimate bit. You've got you've got into McGregor's dressing room or whatever was it was it his dressing Sounds room weird was it um yeah it was his dressing room yeah so I, at that point i was actually i was ringside so i was with the vip lot and i was kind of just waiting for showtime text jamie saying what can i do to make this kind of like a good vid make where are you at the it. time uh in the pub in, uh... <laughs> 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 nothing to do with it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so were you watching it on tv uh I don't even know if it was on TV. Um, no, I think I was just in the pub. But I was thinking about it because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm backstage in McGregor's dressing room. What should I do? And I originally texted him like three days early to say, you should go to the event. So when he texted me saying, I'm in the dressing room, I was like, oh, nice one, mate. That's uh, mad. <laughs> I don't know, what can you do? Yeah. So wow. then it was a case of waiting until like the actual event was on and I basically just followed McGregor's crew and then he got announced and I was like, just part of the crew basically from that, that point onwards and no one questioned it yeah it's mad no one questioned, no one questioned it. it yeah it's very weird that no one did so uh, just to paint 
more of a picture. Like, so you've got this group of people. Are they all like chatting amongst themselves and you're just sort of like keeping yourself to yourself? So the crew it is, it's a weird setup because he's got, I, I didn't know anyone. I, I knew McGregor and I knew Mayweather and I knew, I recognised a few of the boxing heads, but I don't really, I'm not in the MMA world. I don't really care yeah. about boxing, which kind of did me. I wasn't nervous at that point because I didn't know who anyone was. So I was with this crew and it turns out it was like his manager, um, his private security, there was about four of them his personal videographer and his personal photographer and then just me like filming at the side. And if anyone would have like just clocked out of their headspace and just looked at me, they'd have been like, who the fuck is that yeah, guy? Yeah, exactly. That's what I can't get. Yeah, how, how the fuck did they not just think, like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, what the fuck? That's know. mad. Yeah, and I got a lot it's of questions mental. after saying, you're not like worried to get, about getting like banged out because you're there True. with one of the hardest guys in the world, arguably. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, no, I just, Stayed off a little bit. Did you get to speak mental. to him? No, I fucked that one. Yeah, yeah. That that was the biggest regret of the whole thing. So I waited round and I did the whole. I got announced. Walked out with him when he was getting announced. I did the whole ringside thing, and then as he was like getting ushered backstage, I then followed him as part of the crew. And then I was in his dressing room, and at that point he did one interview, and then it was kind of like private time. They shut the door. And it was like his 30th birthday, which I didn't know. And there was a cake on the side with his name on it. They cut the cake. They all like had a big. So cake. when you when they shut the door, were you you're still in there? I was deep in there because I'd followed the media guys in because I was like, it was one interview. I didn't know where it went, but um, like an official looking interview. And yeah, I'm pretty sure you could see me in the background. Like I kind of like walked in and then walked round the back, and I was just by here. I was by a fruit bowl and I was by the cake. That's all I remember. <laughs> And then, uh, was that a decent cake? It was, it was, uh, Irish flag. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Little cat, caterpillar cake. Yeah. How many people were in that room at this point? It was literally a handful. It was about like eight or nine people. So how that, how that's how what makes you be looking you at you. Yeah. Because I would have, Talk I would have like in a plain sight. I was like me. secretly filming. So I was probably looking down at my camera dead nervous half the time. And I was just there chatting to no one. I wasn't even fucking. Attending to speak to anyone. So I was literally there um, and they were discussing like what needs to be said at the press conference. And then he was like, I need to get home by like 1 a.m. because like his kid needed going to bed or some shit like that. And then at that point, it was like the press conference area. And I was just with the crew at that point. So I was like side of stage. I had the best seat in the house. Fuck and then it was like the, the last stage of that was like the world's press. So it was like the whole of the world's press. You got the Americans, everything, hustling for a spot. And I just basically stood at the end of the queue. And the idea was to ask him a, uh, a question which I got off of Reddit, which is like, what would win in a fight out of 20 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> uh, a classic. Yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to replace like the horse with like Mayweather and just ask him that. He probably would have chinned me if I <laughs> asked him. One, one duck-sized Mayweather. <laughs> yeah, or, <laughs> or 20 Mayweather. No. Yeah, 20, 20 ducks. Oh no, because if you yeah, have 20s... one Mayweather sized duck or 20 duck sized Mayweather. Yeah, that's it. That's it yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be all right just fighting one Mayweather duck. He would have actually won that one. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. So, so I'm oh. stood there waiting for him to uh, do his whole like, official press stuff. And I, I was just fucking dead nervous at the point. It kind of like the tension was building the closer he got to me. And I just crumbled it like nothing came out when I went to talk. He looked at me in the eye. And then he moved on within like two seconds because I bitched yeah. out. And yeah, that was the big regret. Yeah, you can't but keep mate, yourself for that. Chalk, no. up, chalk that up as a win. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> chalk that up as a win that you looked him in the eye. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like you got yourself there. Fair play, mate. So Fucking 65 million views. On Facebook, That's yeah. crazy viral. So clearly yeah. he must have seen it. 
Yeah, I, I like to think so. His team got in contact. They definitely saw the vid, and that's his like close, intimate Irish team. And uh, they want to do an article, and I just kind of I uh, forgot to reply, so they didn't do the article. Fuck. So, but my whole like, I wanted after that was successful, and I I was like, shit, this has done well. My thinking was then right. He could fly me out to Vegas to get into the fight, and I had no money at the time, so that was like the ideal situation. Yeah. So after that, I was kind of like begging it on the email like oh the guy's fancy doing something and then some irish bloke with a ukulele sang a mcgregor like song and he went viral and then he got flown out instead of me you so missed a chance it could have been you yeah that's how it ended fuck oh, say but still fucking hell of a story yeah <laughs> fair play hell of a yeah, story was, mate. and we've actually got that on the camera now so, yay. yay oh this <laughs> is fun i'm having a great time you're all right you're all right another another um video that I, I love from you guys is is the louis ferru one yeah obviously you um you got to meet the big man yeah we did yeah we did because <laughs> ev- everyone our age fucking loves louis ferru he is a meme now by this yeah. point but it's, it's weird how much people like him isn't it yeah he's beloved I mean, yeah like yeah like even if you don't watch his documentaries you can't help but fucking love him yeah. so yeah. so how did how did Not that come like about it. um <clears throat> what, what, what? so it was our mates who were running events in bristol and they run the Louis Fru Appreciation event, so it went all over the country. And they did do all sorts of club nights. I think they did an ABBA tribute night. Where uh... how, how, have you been to one of these club nights, the Louis no, Fru ones? What to, do yeah. they do? I would really love to. So I reckon they like... actually had to say this on the show. Yeah, so I know exactly what they do. Okay, <laughs> explain. We kind of had to make it up, though. I don't. Know. What is a Louis Fru club night? They asked me on the phone when I was speaking to the BBC person about like, what kind of shit do you do, and I was like. We project his face on the wall. We've got cardboard cutouts everywhere. I think we said shrine. <laughs> shrine. And yeah, at one point, everyone shrine. gets on their knees and bells. <laughs> 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 they were laughing at I, I said well. girls take the tops off and throw it onto stage and shit. I'm not sure if they bought that last bit, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they up the rest of it. Fantastic. Yeah. I bet he loved it deep down, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little excited. Like, yeah. Oh, when's the next one? But, um, yeah, so, so our mates run those events and they've run the Facebook page and Louis Fru was going on the one show um, because he was, um, I think, new released documentary, a new documentary. Yeah. yeah. So they had all sorts of loose fruit. They, they had um, a couple that had actually met uh, met each other because one of them had on the Tinder profile, "I'm looking for a super, a, a Louis Fru super fan," and that's how they got together. So they were on the show. Such a meme. Um, <laughs> Such yeah, a meme. He's, he's just he is that guy, isn't mm. he? And um, so yeah, the BBC commented on their Facebook page. Our mates didn't want to do it and said, "Do you fancy going on the one show with?" Uh, because it's Louis the one Fru. show and it's shite. And I was going to say if they've, right. if they've put the effort into actually making this event why are they turning yeah, Louis Theroux sure. down I think it was more that like who watches the one show and it's like kind of people over the age of yeah. no one's going to go clubbing yeah no, but, but they should have done what you've done and just went on to the piss a little honest, bit I think, I think that was their we are an is, extension of them yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could go on and take the piss and have fun or we could watch Zach and Jay go on take the piss and have even, even more fun yeah so yeah we um, the BBC rang us up we created the email address eventfulevents uh, at gmail.com creative uh, like obviously it. we have to run events <laughs> with an email like that yeah so um so yeah from there went down i was in manchester that was in bristol and uh, went down made it happen went on went on national tv didn't we and you were stood next to the big man stood next to the big Bowled man. to the big man yeah <laughs> <laughs> how else do you greet him yeah. Yeah. we wanted to do a poem so we had writ like a wrote a poem backstage and we spent like a little 10 minutes on before showtime and we wanted to do it just to make the vid better basically yeah um and they squeezed us so hard mm. on time that the only thing we could do that was of any kind of like notability was just bow to the guy so um yeah that was our little <laughs> what was he like in the short space that you get to speak to him oh he's amazing yeah he's, he's just... just like he is in the documentary dead calming uh when he speaks you listen 
Uh, and this is why people <laughs> love him. He was, he was yeah. great, wasn't he? He was great. Yeah, yeah. No, he was. He was. <laughs> Did he get to speak to him much off of camera, or was it very much? To be honest, it was, this was a bit weird, and, and we got a bit of a bone to pick with this guy actually. But there was um, <laughs> there was a photographer there, and uh, they were taking pictures of Louis Fru and the two um, the two hosts. I forget the name, Alex Jones, and I don't forget. I forget the other guy's name. And um, yeah, we were like, oh, can we get a photo, please? We've just travelled down from Manchester and Bristol, um, and he was like, no, 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 and we like. Hey, we're getting a fucking photo. So just said, Louis, are we okay to get a photo? And he said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And the guy said, okay, 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 okay. Took the photo. And we asked for him to send us the next day. Oh, it got lost. So oh, um, yeah, I mean, we, we could have a great photo of Louis Farouk right now on, yeah. with the benches behind us on the TV. What a dick. That's and, uh, fucking shit. What, yeah. what does he get out of yeah. that? Yeah. So if he you are watching... He was like, with the BBC as well, not Louis Farouk. That's so even weirder. Know, yeah, really weird. Yeah. yeah. They've invited you down, but you're not allowed any photos. Yeah. <laughs> so if Louis Farouk ever stumbles across this video, then you owe these chaps a photo. So yeah. get, get, I love your wishful thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Louis, Louis oh, Farouk would love the happy I hour. know he's not, but, I, <laughs> <laughs> but we That's deleted the footage of their first 40 minutes, <laughs> so I feel like I owe them something, for fuck's sake. That's it. That's it. That's One funny little side story to that, though. We... We got invited on um, a podcast after that, which is, what was it called? It was the One One Show. show. And apparently there's a whole subgenre of like podcasts that break down Game of Thrones, like the big, big TV shows. And it's just three comedy writers for like some big TV shows. And they just get together, they get pissed and they fucking rip apart the One Show. (laughs) So we got invited on because they thought we were legit and they tweeted us. They were like, we'd love to have you on the show. And then... Yeah, we went and chatted with them for about like yeah. an hour. So when they um, met you, did, was it clear that you were taking the piss? Oh yeah, because they had seen the vid after we oh, released it and right. they were like, this is even fucking better. So they, yeah, they got us on. Yeah. And, but just to know that there's four full grown men with families <laughs> who just riff yeah, apart yeah, the one yeah, show yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. they do, we come in <laughs> religiously yeah. as well. It was funny because he said the worst thing about doing that is that he actually has to watch, watch it. the one show? He's got to rip into it. It's, like, it's fucking great sometimes. I've got to watch oh, the one dude. show. <laughs> That's quality. Has, has any... I know you guys do other things than the, the sneaking in, which we'll get to in the second part, but... Um, with the sneaking in videos, has it ever come to a point where one of you or both of you have got in trouble? Like, have you ever been arrested or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, you didn't get to tell your arrest story last time, the one from Bristol. I don't wonder when did I get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> this is, is he always drunk? Louis <laughs> <laughs> Thru might, get, might listen to this, and my mum might listen to it. So the, a lot of the sneaking stuff is on my personal channel, so that's where it all kind of like started, and that's when Jamie got a bit of notoriety of being the fucking culprit considering my channel, right. essentially. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the, pretty much 90% of the clips, you're pretty drunk. Um, so we were backstage at like a Bristol festival and I was like, at the time, just wanting to get the best footage. So I was on stage kind of giving it all the angles and they thought I was meant to be there. And meanwhile, Jamie was just having fun by himself oh, in his own little world. He was in a high-vis jacket. Is this when I was trying to get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, yeah. Cause I did Because I don't see that as getting nearly arrested. I just see that as getting... No, because once you got kicked out, you did get arrested and thrown in the police van. <laughs> yeah, you remember but, that. Yeah, 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 but can, can, you, can you not tell that he's going, shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up. That was... I sort of let him get a couple of bruises. No, no, like... So this is a bit of a weird one. So I got booted out for asking... Oh, yeah, so the first bit of the story was... Had a few to drink, was having a bit of a laugh. Big Nasty was there, Izzy Gibbs was there, and I was on the stage and I was asking other people for their wristbands to get on the stage. <laughs> I was like, have you got a stage wristband? And obviously no one fucking had one because they didn't exist. And I and I asked the stage manager for a stage wristband who obviously knew that there was no fucking stage wristbands because he'd be in charge of them if there was. Yeah. So uh, I got kicked out pretty quickly. 
Um, again, I think Big Nasty, I'd already told him that I'd snuck in and shit. You made it to his Snapchat story. Uh, yeah, and I made it to his Snapchat story with his famous <laughs> <laughs> laugh going on in the background. He's like, fuck off, fuck off, with a drunk self. Yeah, just got booted out. Because um, that's the thing, like these people you do it to, like these artists, they probably don't give a fuck. They probably find it oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. But it's more it's... so the teams around them. Yeah, 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 it is. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, to complete that story. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I got out, but then, then I got arrested for having a knife, which I just didn't have. Really? That's what I mean. That's why I was like, what? I got arrested for sneaking in. Yeah, so I just, I just, for some weird reason, I got rushed by the police, um, arrested me, put me in the van. I was like, what the fuck have I done? What the fuck have I done? Literally, what the fuck have I done? I was in the back of a van for like, like five, ten minutes um, and then got released <laughs> and they searched me and shit. And I was like, what, what have I actually fucking done? They went, oh, there was reports you had a knife. And oh, I think it must, they must have thought it was someone else or something. Or do yeah. you reckon maybe like they wanted us to take you away, but they knew they had to do it on some kind of ground. <laughs> so they said, oh, you had a uh, grenade, knife. <laughs> 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 bazooka. Yeah. But they didn't really take me anywhere. I was just sat in the back, like, quietly. You got back yeah. in like, what was going but... on? And yeah. you got back in. Oh, yeah, I wasn't... There's fucking another three hours left. I wasn't going to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually paid a, a guy who was actually legitimately there picking up litter to get, to get his high-vis. Just so I could pick up some litter with a bin bag and then, yeah. So it's that it. easy. Mental. I think what it is, is people think it's so hard, but it's just having the balls to fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. Like that, that was When we first started it, it was like, what could be done? What could be done? What could be done? And that's kind of where we got to the, with the Olympics. And um, when we got on the bus and just fucked around on, like, with everyone thinking the Olympics were a day. And then we pretty much realised that anything can be done. Um, We've done the water bowls. The, the first one we tried, because we wrote, like, I remember we wrote like a shared google docs and we like mapped out these like mission impossible kind of plans and one of them was like the water bottle tricks yeah, one of my all, favorites this is the first festival we ever dress up like in a black kind of tea with a tea towel hanging out your back pocket so you look like you work <coughs> at a burger van and um we bought like a crate of water for like four quid or whatever and uh yeah you just you walk straight in literally through the artist entrance past like i think it was like a total of eight security guards yeah, yeah. just walked straight on in and then he sold the water Made forty quid profit yeah, within I the first the, half. I sold each water bottle for two pounds each, so it was actually like that's cheap. Uh, first of all, yeah, that's yeah. fucking yeah. cheap. Yeah. Get rid of him, trying to spend the headline stage of like, oh, yeah. water. Just you yeah, guys have made this sound so easy, like so yeah, easy. Because you're the, f I'm sure there's other people out there that do this, but because you're really smashing it, especially with that viral video, the Connor one and stuff. I think you, it's safe to say you're at the top of this game. Do you worry about like? Because you're so, you come on here and you say how easy it is. Do you, do you worry about copycats? I mean, there is, there is, there is definitely copycats. Like the last one we done last summer, it was kind of like a goodbye to that stream of content. I felt like I was in a bit of a rut with it. I wanted to do other stuff just outside of it. But we got, we had like two days at this one festival. The first day, it was eight, seven or eight of us that we all got in as bin men within the space of like 15 minutes. It was just a, a whole swarm of bin men just going towards the entrance. Wow. Um, and day two was us trying to get our mate in. So we, we got a big bin and we just chucked him inside it and we just pushed him towards the yeah. artist's entrance. That one actually didn't work, but it was that close to work. It working. could have worked if we, put, if we actually spent a tiny, like if we put the cardboard on top of his head, it would have worked. Yeah. Could, could, um, I, saw, I saw the the Ed Sheeran when you're done. Yeah. And that, it kind of works, but you didn't get all the way, you didn't get to meet him. So what would you say, if we chalk, say we chalked that up as a fail, yeah. which it isn't yeah. really, because you still went fucking yeah. big on that. <laughs> what would you say is the success rate of, of, of these videos and, and, and even ones that w didn't make YouTube? Yeah. Like what's yeah. the success rate of getting into these places? Festivals, festivals is a good, good oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Of getting a good 100%. into the festival, but like getting 
getting backstage is a 90 percent um, yeah, the one that was a, the hardest one to date, and I'll give them credit for this because they were pretty pissed off that I released of it. They tried getting it down. Was Wireless Fest? So that was last summer, um, our first kind of like summer in London. There was rumours that Drake was there, and obviously, if you can get Drake in a vid, that's it. So this yeah. is the time where the World Cup was on. Right. So the the whole gist of the vid was to get backstage and ask Drake just one question: Do you think it's coming home? And because he's so tuned into the UK culture, if he had said it's coming home, then that, that would have been huge. Yeah. yeah. So that was the concept behind the vid, but like to get in, bin man, secured, we was in like straight away, but there was levels to that security with like no other. So we had like a pass, I had a camera and I got through into the VIP bit, but Jamie gets rumbled by this massive guy who just says like, do you think I'm a dickhead? So Jamie's yeah, by himself. It sounds technically quite personally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so so cool. I was like, I was backstage at this point and I wanted to get to the front of stage, but there's never normally like anything else once you pass the first layer it's normally kind of just free game backstage but this one you had to get escorted by someone who works at the festival to another place so i actually th this is kind of like against what we usually do but i took a pass from constantine who edits for like the yeah yeah, he yeah i uh, think he does um true geordie as yeah, well yeah, yeah. yeah and um so he saw me gave me a pass and was like fucking on with the mission and <laughs> as i was getting escorted i kid you not and this was when rumors hadn't even been fully confirmed yet there was a, a pack of wristbands on the floor and I just saw this like glinting little Scorpion, which was the album that Drake had released at the time. Yeah. So I just fucking like nonchalantly dropped down, picked him up. And this is the shit that happens in the vids that everyone thinks is fake because in what other circumstance do these things It seems happen? like too much of a coincidence. Yeah. 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 So at that point I'd open it up, there was about six wristbands. I gave um, two to Con like, and one to the photographer guy that helped. And uh, at that point, yeah, me and him, like for the rest of the night, we watched from the crowd but then we were in the most exclusive like drake backstage yeah, after party <sighs> ever and like even like uk kind of like artists could not get in without a wristband yeah, it, was awesome. so, yeah, it was so and so you, you just you literally just found them on the Brent floor Santana was there uh brooklyn beckham was there little drake, pump. drake yeah little pump was there drake came out to get a drink and i was stood at the bar just as he was doing it oh tim westwood was there said hello to him um, <laughs> of all the people yeah. I, I said how, how was your day mate he was like yeah I was knackered I've been asleep by three, or three for an hour I was like alright mate <laughs> I was like 60 to be fair fucking but, um, hell but yeah he, he came out to get a drink they shut down the bar he was like Drake's coming Drake's coming Drake's coming uh, to see what he wanted um, he, I swear he had a look and then said a few things to his mate and then went back into the thing but yeah uh, wow he that, free that, Nando's, that close to Drake everything. <laughs> that's, free Nando's that's how he rolls that's mad but yeah that was that was one of the hardest that is like <laughs> Kind of yeah. ever been but in, in general the, the festival stuff's easy the the big kind of events in venues are then harder and they've since like clocked on to who i am because yeah so with the festival stuff we're obviously now going back into festivals yeah. are you going to try it this year now that they're clocking on <laughs> yeah well I've, i feel like we've... as much as we want to like distance ourselves from it it's just so much fun yeah. and and we know we're going to be out of festivals this summer it's, so what's the point in paying? I, I, I think I, mean. I think the videos are so fun and so enjoyable that I think you kind of have <laughs> just to keep, just do it. Yeah, keep riding. We've it. been at a stage we've sneaking in now where we've almost we've tested the small shit with the high vis shit with the high vis like just trying to get in. Okay, yeah, we can do that. We've we've gone big with like the Olympics and Conor McGregor and getting in the ring of AJ. And now I think we're at the third like a phase of sneaking in where we're just gonna fucking take the piss. Yeah, Chinese dragon. Chinese dragon. Where like um, inside a costume. We've got we've got to pretend that we're going on stage for like a headline out. So we'll all just go in with a big Chinese <laughs> yeah. dragon. Yeah. Like and then we've got another one where um, there's, there's horse racing happening where we'll go to Epsom 
and, and we'll we'll get on a fucking horse with like a full jockey outfit and <laughs> see if we can get in on a horse. It's like, you know that third layer of just taking yeah. the fucking Because then even yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah. get in, people know you can do it now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, that's kind of lost a t- tiny bit of the magic. Yeah. So now even if you don't get in, they'll, yeah. they'll admire your balls. Absolutely. Can we get in with eight dwarfs all running around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, quality. Man. So but, now right. I know before we go to a break, I just want to, um, I'm, I, I know we've had this before, but you've been in trouble. We know that Jay, what about, <laughs> what about trouble. you? Um, yeah, this is the one arrest. Yeah. Right. So uh, just to paint a picture, this venue, unnamed venue, have we named it in this take? I don't think I'm not so. too sure. No, they haven't named ah, the venue in this take. They know so. they are. Uh, <laughs> the same one as the McGregor basically. So they know who I am, like 60, whatever million views, um, turned me into like a nobody to someone with a few subscribers yeah so the security team were basically briefed on me that was the kind of thinking going into it but it was the first day that i was moving to london i had my van packed with like all my moving in shit i just thought look i'll try it so again put on the same suit literally the only disguise was a pair of glasses and and that was kind of it i rocked up and the event had like Eminem, it had Sadiq Khan, I had like a few big names there. Yeah. Um, Eminem, Sadiq, Sadiq Khan. Khan. <laughs> Hell of a duo. What's he, is he from D12? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the album out together. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I, I remember that is because that's what the police told me as the reason why I was getting fucking arrested that right. night because he was in the building. Not Eminem, yeah. but him. So the goal with that one was to. Um, get backstage and I want a clip of me basically holding the camera up and say will the real Sim Shady please stand up and then him pop off in the background Right. he probably wouldn't have done it but yeah. that was the thinking so I, I knew the venue at this point I had had passes um, literally I got onto the red carpet and I was there with like again the world's press and it was just a weird kind of like environment so I went into the main arena how did you sorry how did you have the passes for this one? Oh, so, right okay so this one actually was a high profile person I think no the, the BAFTAs was um fucking who was that the one that, Hang the on, whoa, whoa, fuck, whoa, whoa, I like how natural it is. Whoa, 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 you <laughs> suck into the BAFTAs. Carolyn Flack yeah, gave yeah. us one, this, that's a separate story, that's the BAFTAs. Um, but no, this Sorry. one was from like another presenter who was backstage and they just can't help, like, I don't know whether they're contractually yeah, obliged to like boast where they are backstage, but yeah. the pass was there and I basically whipped it up. Um, yeah, so I had the pass, legitimate passes, they just wasn't shiny, basically, but at a glance, you could right. like, they look legit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, getting the same entrance as I did with McGregor, and it was as simple as that, the same backstage door, pretty sure it was the same guy on the bench staring at the wall. And <laughs> <laughs> down the, the backstage thing, and I, I was like fully prepared now, I was like, there's got to be security at the next checkpoint, but before that was like an entrance to a bar. I was like, right, let's have a little celebration. Let's get a drink because um, I thought they'd be free. And the second I walked through that door, literally the woman that was in my McGregor video, who I walked into her office and she pointed me in the direction of the door that I ended up getting in. And um, yeah, she goes, Mr. Allsop. And I'll never forget it because she's like Scottish and it just goes through. But she was like, Mr. Allsop, <laughs> yeah. have you got a pass this time? And I was like, mm, fuck. <laughs> so I went up to her and just to see if she'd take it as a joke and like she actually cared, but she fucking cared. So she got on the phone with security um, and then I got escorted into like a room similar to this with like five <laughs> security guards. There was like a profile of my face on the table with like kind of a photo, my name, age, like what I do and like notable sneak-ins and shit like that. And then it was like game over for now. I love how prepared so. they were for you specifically. Forget the yeah. terrorists. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Allsop's coming. Yeah. <laughs> the security were fine. Like the security genuinely, they, the guy that escorted me and he was like, look, we've all had to watch your video as part of the training. And they said, mate, as part of the fucking, part of the fucking training, that's class. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's fucking amazing. I was like, how the fuck did I get in the same door then? But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. Someone yeah. hasn't watched it. Yeah. 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 So I, I yeah. staring at the wall one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he just what he got the blue one this time. Yeah. Go, oh, yeah. fucking... In your cut. In your but now I spent the next forty minutes, which is why I fucked up, um, arguing with the guy from MTV. They didn't want the vid to go out, like obviously, because it looks bad on them. And I wanted the vid to go out. Yeah. So our SD card was in the sock and it was a, a stalemate, basically. So it was like, I'll get the police. And I was like, get the police. And then, yeah, I just I, I sat there kind of just arguing my point. Yeah. And they were trying to make me feel bad about there being five of them and there is like five police officers' time that I'm wasting. And I was like, with Don't all due respect, them, then. speaking to you, not these other guys. And then, like, Ten minutes later, they're all gone, and I'm getting arrested under terrorism charges. So, yeah, so just, fucking do, stupid. Do you think, much like yours, um, that they pinned that on you just as a reason to take you 100%, down? Yeah, yeah. It was, I realized there was a point where I, fu- I realized I fucked up. It was like an uh, awakening. I was so into just genuinely having a, a conversation about how they felt with it, uh, with the ethics. Obviously, like they on the table was like Nightscape, Ali Law, all these kind of Shamima Began. Dickheads yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, enemy of security. So I was, I was actually having a conversation that I was enjoying. Turns out I was just denting his ego, and uh, he was really pissed off. Uh, yeah. So I, I just kind of quieted down, and he was like, "Oh, you've changed your tone." And I was like, "Oh God, if I can get out without getting arrested, like my girlfriend's expecting me like to mm. move in in the next like hour or two hours ago. I've been in this room for like three hours." Yeah. So, yeah, it got really kind of hairy. Did you have to, like, so you stayed in a, in a cell? Stayed in a cell, yeah. They So they <coughs> basically, they said, look, we're going to arrest you. And at that point, I was like, all right, fucking hell. So then, yeah, it was kind of like game over. I was in my suit with my camera, looking pretty dapper, rolling into like Wembley uh, police station. <laughs> and the arresting officer, this is what I liked. They had to kind of tell the officer in the office, basically, what I was arrested for. And they were like, this one's been under section, blah, 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 the Terrorism Act. And the guy, no joke, like cracked a little laugh. He was like, all right, okay, let's get you written up. <laughs> <laughs> point, I, I bet he's going, I can't <laughs> wait to hear this. Yeah, yeah. ISIS there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the initial threats of like the kind of, I was going to get interrogated by the anti-terrorism group and shit. They started falling apart. And then I, I just realized I need to have fun. So I was kind of thinking at that point, the vid's still safe. The SD card's still in my sock. The police didn't really have any interest in the vid not going out. It was more MTV. So I was like, right, I'm chilling. Uh, I had my microwave lasagna, I had my water, and I had a little nap. And they this guy <laughs> even got his head down. If that was me, I'd be sat there rocking going, I need to get out, I need to get out. Yeah, I knew that I was getting under the arresting officer's skin because every literally every 20 minutes he would open the hatch and it would be like do you, do you want to do the interview now? Because we can probably get you home by 3am. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm right. You said I'm allowed a lawyer, right? And he was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he would literally do this every like 20 minutes. So I knew that he wanted me to do the interview without anyone. Yeah. And he's like, it's just me doing the interview. Like, obviously we'll just like get into things. And I was like, nope. <laughs> so I waited yeah. um, until I think it was like half six, the time of the interview where this poor lawyer. What, in the morning? Yeah, like, yeah. I had to get out of bed to come and just, do this little interview. Fuck, that's his job. Yeah, yeah. Her. Oh, yeah. right, okay. 2019. So, yeah, the, um, she rocks up to the uh, to the thing and the first thing she says is like, you're legally allowed to keep a copy of the CD and at that point I was like, fucking right, this three hours of like... Content, content, content. So at that point I was like, I'm going to have as much fun in the interview as I can and the guy was trying, it was weird, he was trying to trip me up into saying like, uh, he was trying to ask who my subscribers were, and I was like, I, I don't know, they're just people on the internet. He's like, right, so 
is it fair to say they could be bad people? And I was like, well, I don't, I don't fucking know. Do you get a lot of alarg bars in the comments? <laughs> and, uh, Some of them are brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Whoa. at that point, it was kind of like, I was just having fun with it. So that kind of happened. I made sure to get the, the CD and he didn't want to give it to me. He gave all my stuff back and I was like, am I going to get that CD? He was like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so keen for I, it. I waited yeah. for half an hour after I was done just to get the CD. I, I love and the commitment. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, I had the CD. And, and then you just went, was... oh, it's just going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's made yeah. an extreme. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, get the flag out. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's waiting outside the station. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what's happened with the CD since? Oh, so, yeah, that was a, a big part of the vid. Um, the guy, I bleeped out his name, but um, yeah, the arresting officer, he just like a bit of a knob so i cut it up put it in the vid and then at the end of the vid i had an idea as i was filming the outro and i was like do you know what i'm gonna sell copies of this cd and it was only like a fuck around and i was like to my girlfriend in the background i was like what should i call the cd um actually no i said uh do you think it's a good idea and she was like it's genius if it's not illegal so i was like right that is the title of the cd i took i took acorn's album cover locked up and i photoshopped my face onto it wow I just scribbled it out on Photoshop and put genius if not illegal. And I was like, there's 10 copies. It's my first bit of merch. Get it while you can. That's and, fucking um, sick. That's yeah, quality. So I paid my rent that month um, with the with the sales. So, yeah. That's, that's incredible. Bet if that interrogator heard this now, he'd be fucking fuming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pay your rent that month. But that is yeah. genius if not illegal. Is. So that is perfect. Is, I still don't know right, if it's not illegal. Yeah. So yeah. was your girlfriend right. not pissed off? At all, because you were meant to be moving in. Yeah, well, you know the one you're you're allowed a one call. Yeah. So I was like, "Can I please borrow my phone? I don't know anyone's numbers." And I rang her. I was like, "Look, I've been arrested. I'll be home tomorrow." Yeah. And I love how casual it is. And she's like, "Fucking hell, okay." Yeah. <laughs> he got sleep and he was fine, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's it. That's very true. That's yeah, incredible. Right. right there, we go. We'll go for a break. When we come back, I want to speak to you boys about your your new viral video that went yeah, yeah. big because we haven't spoken about that yeah. and uh, some of the other stuff you do. It's, it's uh, I'm enjoying this a lot. So Mate, come back after 100%. this. Cool. Welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour. I'm still here with Stevie. I'm still here with Jordan. Hello. And I'm with Zach and Jamie from the Zach and Jay show. You changed your t-shirt, mate. I have. I was sweating buckets. <laughs> <laughs> I went out there and just went, fuck, no, that's not a good look. Is I it? like that so, we're laughing at him, but we completely understand. Yeah, 100%. Well, I was, looking I was glad I'm wearing black. Yeah, and like, your hoodie and your two layers. I'm, I was like, how are you not buying I'm wearing this to hide sweat. Yeah, yeah, I'm dying. I'll accept the heat. I'm but dying, mate. looking good. I was stuck my forehead by the end of it. Felt like yeah, coming. and because we, we record like two or three of these at a time, so by the end of the day, we're delirious. But yeah, we have I mean, spare, we yeah. always bring spare clothes. Why did you happen to have a white T-shirt with you? Yeah, I'm actually going to France tomorrow with my mum and sister, so I'm actually going to the airport. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so are, are you late now because we've had to like... No, no, I mean, we're going tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Oh, oh fair. <laughs> All right, cool. So before the break, we spoke about um, your McGregor videos, your festival stuff like that. Um, what what were we gonna say? Oh yeah, you you um you've recently had a viral video yeah. that's gone mental because yeah, yeah, yeah. last night when I knew you were coming on, I went back and quickly had a look at your like your view counts so and everything like shit. But it it fucking shocked me because like wow. that one video yeah. is how many is that on now views? It's at eleven milli banger. Fuck. I swear it said fourteen. 
When was the last time you checked? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not 14. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, we check a lot. <laughs> right, fair. That, that is literally more views than I've ever got on a video. Really? Yeah. Well, well I mean, you've gone close with your girly fucks dogs. I think maybe... <laughs> I, I think Bit of a comparison. Within the last day, I think it's just ticked to 11 mil. But they'll be, on, they'll be on... Yeah, you'll be on more. Yeah. And so, why, why are people clicking on that, then? Because it, it was literally a woman that fucked dogs. Right. Was that demonetized? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Whoa. I know. I'm gutted. I think every like sort of banger I've had has like been demonetized. Oh, and I I done a video. I signed to this network on Facebook one year. They were like, "You're one of the only channels that's going to get like monetized." It's like this beta like testing thing on Facebook. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. And I, the guy was like, "Yeah, next week it will be monetized. Next week it will be monetized." For fuck's sake! And then I got an email, and he was like. Okay, from now on, it's monetized. I was like, okay, great. The next day, I uploaded a video saying what we all think of Justin Bieber. Yeah. And in the video, it was us listening, uh, me listening to Baby, like, oh, I'm never ever going to like this guy. Then it goes into his new stuff, and then I start getting into it. Yeah. And it got 11 million, again, at 11, weirdly, 11 million in, in like two days. So I messaged the guy and was like, okay, how much is that then? He was like, no, sorry, mate. There was a bit, of, a, there was a bit of an issue with it. It's going to start on Wednesday. I was like, you prick. For all I know, he's took the he's took the yeah. earnings. And, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, fucked off. Yeah, he's yeah. fucked off. But fair play to him. I can't. I'd do that, the same. So. With the, <laughs> the McGregor vid, actually, like I was so unused. I, I don't think I could monetize my channel. So I, I literally, when it went viral, I wasn't expecting it. I went down the coast with my missus. Literally woke up to like half uh, half a million views. And the vid won't monetize. I was oh. like, motherfucker. Well, on, this is on obviously on YouTube. Yeah, the, the yeah the first Shit. one ever, like. So what's it on like, now? The, the McGregor one. Yeah, that didn't really do n crazy numbers, but for at the time, it's like one point seven mil now. I think. Right. Um. But yeah, when it reached a mil in a week, I was like, that's all I kind of wanted. Yeah. Because as a kid, that was like the the goal. Just yeah. Make a viral vid, and then you can fucking chill. Yeah. Well, but, that yeah, 65, 65 mil on Facebook is fucking. Yeah. I'd say that cl counts as viral. Yeah. 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 So, so your recent viral video you've had on YouTube, yeah. tell us about that. What's the concept? It's, it's a very last weird. minute one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was concerned. Uh, but I was going to say it's just always a bit weird because, but we never really know which are going to go viral. Like we do make videos that are. And if we, we're like, oh, this will go viral, this will go viral. It's always the ones you think are going to do well, don't. And yeah. then the, it's the unexpected ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this one was just, um, we thought of it kind of, was it two days before? Yeah, Monday literally, before? yeah. And uh, yeah, we said, London Fashion Week's on, how can we fuck around? Um, we said, fuck it, we'll dress our mate up in absolute shite and see if the paparazzis will go crazy. <laughs> and, and literally, we dressing dressing our mate up in shite is an understatement. We went to a fucking town and the amount of shit we could put on it. What him. did he have? So, you know, fragile tape that is usually used for packaging. Yeah. He had fragile down his arms, wrapped around his little tights. Uh, <laughs> so we what are you going to say, something else there? Wrapped around his little... But we writ, we writ, we were trying to think of words that we could come up with out of the letters that are emotional words that are meaningless. Yeah, right? So meaningless. we, yeah, we picked apart fragile, and we had like um, life rage gag roll. Life rage gag roll was the end. Written on his top. Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These shocking sunglasses with the big. Z they they were safety, safety sunglasses. Safety sunglasses. Uh, what else did he have? On? He had marigolds on with no fingertips, and his mum's rug wrapped around him as well and, uh... he had the prison issued daps that I got when I got arrested yeah. in Wembley <laughs> we, uh, so we, we got the yeah wow. I, I brought him this was for day two like once the first one worked he was like we need to go back um, so yeah the day two outfit was worse like we had his mum's rug on him which is like a pink kind of like horrible cashmere thing and uh, we just kind of strapped it together with like clips and um, so that looked like a fucking tea bag or something he looked like he was wrapped in cotton wool 
And um, then yeah, the the prison shoes were like the the one which I got. Like I literally saw them because I've kept them. Yeah. And I, I just like I grabbed them on the way out, not expecting like anything. And then I was like, "You keen to wear them?" He's like, "Yeah." And then we started writing on Tipex on them, and um, we wrote Vardy on the side, <laughs> and uh, then we stuck like a sticker on the front of them. They looked like fucking shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, then Vardy was like an ongoing theme yeah, for that yeah. vid. Like he had the autobiography in a bag, and he took it out oh, in the fashion show and shit, and he's posing with it. <laughs> Just meaningless shit. Yeah, like, things that people would be like, yeah. Sake, we, we bought a bag from Primark that we didn't actually use, but with the bag that you bought, you got like this transparent bag, and we wrote emotional baggage on, and it had like this weird plastic heart in it. Like, we literally, oh that, my you know what the, the air air bubble stuff that protects packaging yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah we wrap one of them round his neck and so he just literally was like that walking around <laughs> that is weird because it's like it's so fucking stupid but it does tie into the kind of shit that people do wear yeah. at these fashion things yeah. so it's not without the, it's not out of the realms of yeah. possibility yeah. Yeah. do you know what like th- there was four main streams of comments on that vid when it went uh, viral and it was like the fashion people who were genuinely quite offended and was like this is what fashion is about you've actually went through a design process and still i'd say to that like who the fuck are we to go through yeah. the design process <laughs> that's like saying anyone can do yeah, it yeah. yeah that's what i mean the yeah. barrier is actually for your fucking career choice yeah is that it's like easy. a builder going yeah. up to someone who's done lego and gone you've had a go yeah, yeah. you may as well come on site <laughs> yeah. on monday yeah. Yeah. what it's all about so you're like come on site tomorrow yeah. like two-year-old yeah um, but now then the other the other one was like people saying they actually rated the outfits and they were like the fucking fashion knobheads right yeah, the big chunk of that was essentially just like people saying we did a good job at what we did um, in terms of the brainstorming process and all that shit. Yeah, the really? effort. To me, I've never fucking worked. It like, does go it. to what show what events like that are like. It, yeah, it really that is does. mental. Yeah, because you're essentially just saying, "Look, I'm, we're fucking mocking you," <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, great job!" Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. you're a fu- oh man, that's class. <laughs> but though. You, you have to admire the effort here. That's that's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to go. Fair but play. you're highlighting how uh, I assume you're highlighting how fucking ridiculous it is, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're applauding you. It's amazing. Yeah, it? That's like the ultimate middle finger, and yet they're still applauding you. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. What? That's brilliant. Is there a reason why you got your mate to do it and one of you didn't do it? So I'd, I've done a fashion week vid before, which was a similar concept, like, but I got paid by a brand, so it was a bit of a. It, it could have done better, essentially. But I was, uh, I pretended to be. Um, what's the film? Uh, the model film oh, uh, Zoolander. Zoolander. So I pretended to be Derek Zoolander, but I made the fake passes. It was like a normal sneaking vid. Yeah. Um, and then I wore like a, it was an extension of Poundland. They've got their own clothing company. This is like my first brand deal, like proper one. <laughs> and um, I had to wear their kind of like cheap clothes, which I wasn't allowed to say in the vid. Yeah. Um, and then rock up to fashion week shows and get into like the high profile events. Right. So I was like pretending to be this model and I was interviewing people and all that shit. Yeah. But the, the concept's kind of like a, a hybrid of that where we, I, I knew what the fashion world was like and I had witnessed it firsthand. And the first time I did it, I was not ready for it. It was fucking scenes. I just didn't, couldn't make sense of any of it. But from that, we knew that kind of there was an opportunity to just export, extort the fucking idiots that roll around with cameras. And yeah, that was where it was kind of like born. So so now your mate's dressed in all this stuff, walks, did you get in the event? We didn't, but he did. Our, our mate Max, yeah. So, so, he, so he's vlogging it, like he, on the yeah, on the so quiet. He, he only got in, in fairness, due to a connection that we know who's kind of in that fashion world. Right. So like, right, he's got this guy who's dressed up in an absolute shite. Yeah. Can we get him in? And uh, he said, yeah, basically. Right. But the um, thing we didn't expect was when yeah, he got in, yeah, true, yeah. the attention that he got. So he was being time. lined up for photos. He was being given like cards for agents and shit like that. He was he was oh, apparently oh, like the fucking yeah. one to watch in yeah. there and. 
at this point, like he starts hanging around with a girl from Made in Chelsea. He's like making it to her Instagram story. Like me and him rock up because we went to Greg's while he's in there. He's going to be in there for an hour. <laughs> and then we get a text from him saying, mate, you need to come down. Like it's not stopped since he'd been out of the show. He was just getting papped on the street. People fucking going up to him, just wanting to take his details and all sorts. And he was he was fully in character at this point. He was like, yeah. just speak to my agent. And he didn't have a fucking agent. There was no one there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we rocked up and we were like, oh shit. And he's there with like Made in Chelsea Girl. And he's he's just part of a clique now. He's like got fashion. That is fucking mental. Yeah. What are these people doing? Like surely, <laughs> what... <laughs> If they now see that video, they must look at it and go, for fuck's <laughs> yeah, sake, yeah. I'm a fraud. We, yeah. We've had a few people get in touch who were actually in the vid. And the fashion the fashion people are actually pretty happy that they were in it. They were kind of just like, they can laugh at it. Mm. Right. There, there was one guy who was in it who I thought was in the fashion world. He wasn't. Um, his name's Johnny Concrete. And he's like, of course basically it is. handed. Uh, he's he, a porn star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Rockard. Fucking hell, I wasn't expecting only because you commented it back. I don't know what you're like, about. <laughs> but um, so this guy Johnny Concrete, he hands like um a doorstop, a concrete doorstop, and it's pink in the same colour as his outfit. And he's basically going around just taking the piss as well as us, getting photos of his. He's like an architect and kind of like he makes furniture out of concrete and shit. So he gave uh, Max, who's dressed up in his all pink shit, this concrete block. And next thing you know, he's on his website advertising this concrete block so we put him in the vid and we've chatted to him since he's given us like these concrete gifts as like presents <laughs> yeah. and shit Fuck and he's a sick man. he's a sick guy though he said his website traffic fucking went through the roof <laughs> like after that, that vid just get thousands of bits a day yeah Fucking Boys, mental, fucked. smashing it. How many, how many you sold as a result? He said none. So uh, he's got because <laughs> <laughs> you did belittle this. the product as well. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll send people there, but they're going to point, laugh, and then click off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Not by laughs> say. So why? Because you you go you go big on all of your videos. So why do you think this one video like kind of skyrocketed above all the others? It's in a world where people love to laugh at. People yeah. from the outside don't understand it. And they love to laugh at the like pretentious kind of mm-hmm. idea of, and, and in reality, it makes sense. Like the comments that I was reading saying it's all like an artistic expression and shit. It's not actually going to be in the stores, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's like once it's on YouTube, like the whole point of the vid was just to have fun essentially, and and we had a lot of fucking fun filming it. But yeah, it was um but it, yeah, it was a bit weird. Like it went, it went when we knew it was going to do well. Like it was getting more views than we would normally kind of. Probably about double that after the first day, but then it hit the first page of Reddit, and then you're like, "Oh shit!" That's what happened with the McGregor video as well. So that, yeah. that kind of shot it up to about six hundred thousand. Union Lab Bible wanted it. it, kind of went to about a mil, and then it just started just going crazy. And then that was when to, YouTube took it. Yeah, YouTube just, just sent it, on my, and every comment was, "Thank you, YouTube recommendations." Mm, <laughs> oh, yeah, YouTube recommendations. <laughs> I think I think because I use I use two channels. I've got the Happy Hour one and my one. I think I was actually signed into my podcast one, which I'm not subscribed to anyone on. I think right. I saw it. Right recommended uh, yeah. and because obviously you're not in the thumbnail yeah. and it's your mate i yeah. think i don't you're not in it are you no, in the no, no, no. yeah so i think it, i clicked on it and then i was like fucking hell these boys have like done it again <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't even remember where i saw it but i just remember seeing articles and shit just oh, just yeah. about like this this fake <laughs> whatever the fuck you did like and yeah. it's just like how mad it went yeah. i was just like that is fucking sick it's like, good and it went viral in china <laughs> really? In China is, oh my god! That's viral, viral. That. It might have yeah. even been on my phone. Like on my phone, when I swapped to that, it's just like Google recommend shit. It might have actually been on here, like yeah. fucking <laughs> just like 
It was on. It was on um, Amazon uh, Echo. Yeah, it was on Amazon Echo. Yeah, I think it was like on my fucking mate. I went every. It is just one of those things that's perfect for an audience of our age, especially like as you said, like with fashion, people love to look in and kind of laugh. It's the same with art. Like Mm. when you look at like expressionistic art, people look and kind of go, "What the fuck?" Did you see that video where basically a guy there was an exhibition for all art that was like thousands of pounds, and he put four pound. Um, oh, what's the fucking Swedish brand? Where um, all the furniture. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking Ikea. Yeah, yeah. Ikea. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. put four pound Ikea paintings up on the wall, and all these artists were like, "Oh I've my god, that. the expressionism!" <laughs> yeah. And like, how much would you? Oh, I'd pay for it. 15, 20,000 pounds. Right? It's, like, it's, it's four quid from Ikea. So yeah. you're a cunt. That's the thing with, yeah. Art is so subjective yeah. that you get the mugs try and make head and tail of it 100%. and they and they haven't got a fucking yeah. clue. I mean, the fact that you've got yeah. artists literally just flicking a brush from a distance mm. at a canvas and yeah. that'd be like 40 grand. It's fucking yeah. mental. It's crazy. Absolutely mental. What, what, what have you guys got coming up? Obviously, you don't want to give the game away. Yeah. but well, we, we've... Um... What have, we, what have we got coming up? I was going to say Fashion Week Part 2. Fa- oh, yeah, fa- Fashion Week Part 2 is a good one. So, yeah, we've just done London dressing our mate up in absolute shy. Um, Harris Fashion Week is in June. Ooh. So, we're having a little, we're rubbing our yeah. hands together and thinking, what That'd can be we a do? good one. Yeah. You need, if you need a new model, boys. I had a modelling contract for a year, that's all I'm going to say. So, I've got experience. There's a reason that's not still ongoing, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you could be the ones to reignite that career. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, change yeah, my so life. We'll have a little look at what we can do for that one. Um, yeah. Summer could be, um, yeah, festival season's coming up. So, we're looking to take the piss uh, during that. Yeah. Which is glorious period. Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. We've got all. In terms of content that we filmed, we've probably got, we're actually ahead, we haven't edited, but we're actually ahead on like recording a vid. So we we did one last week, which was Jamie's idea. It was super last minute, but we've had a concept in mind for ages on like how to get a brand deal. And that would have been better when we were like the struggling channel at 30k subs. Yeah. And we were just going to go to fucking lengths to like get in front of a brand because it's harder than ever. Like with all the kind of just big names out there and so much like traffic on YouTube. So um, yeah, Jamie kind of like had a little think on that idea and found one of the biggest like kind of most prestigious marketing award ceremonies of the year where all the big agencies, all the big brands are there and they're there to win awards. So they've done something right. Right. Um, so literally with two hours prep, he comes up with the idea. I was like, oh, fuck's sake. We're gonna... And he wanted to go and just pitch on stage in front of 600 people. So yeah, we, it's mad. We, yeah, we grab the tube down, we fucking write a little script and it's awful. We rehearse it just outside the venue. I can tell you wrote it. He's going, it's awful. You're going, come on. <laughs> he was in bed editing a video and I had to like pitch him. He's like, we don't have a pitch. We don't have enough time. So I ripped this pitch dead quick. And he's yeah. Like, Fuck, it's all right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, yeah, we were rehearsing it and then we had to sneak in. It was in like some nice hotel. Fringe got a ticket, tables for three grand, four and a half grand for the front tables. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and we just, we basically just rolled on into this room full of fucking like these these high paid marketing gurus and yeah we, we got on stage we got some guy from the front row to, I gave him the camera I was like look mate we're gonna do a pitch like can just hold the camera there it's recording he didn't have a fucking clue what was going on <laughs> his company was... just paid a load of money for this table with nice food and some some little idiot was like oh, this camera mate just put it in the mic. Like, what, what, what? Mm. yeah we get up on stage first time the mic doesn't work the room just kind of no one's listening and we're like right fuck okay so that was the embarrassment out of the way and we're like yeah. right, we'll go for it next time Jamie manages to convince the sound guy that we are actually meant to be there and we're actually meant to have a like little pitch going on and um, 
yeah, next time the fucking lights come down, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, screens yeah. turn on, we yeah. are projected to the room and we're like, hello, ladies. And <laughs> 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 was like, you ready, mate? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And it fucking just echoed, brother. I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? We've got to fucking go for the map. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've never seen fucking George drop as much as <laughs> I was looking around like, is this actually fucking happening? And they were looking, I was like, what the wow. fuck? In my mind, I'd imagine like just security guards coming from both sides yeah. ready to come and tackle you. Stop, so yeah. that's why we wrote like such a short pitch. The end line was, um, I think it was something like, if we get kicked out right now, you can find us on Zach and Jay YouTube channel. Yeah. We'd love to work. Alternatively, if the lovely folks at Drum Events who like run the event don't want to kick us out and uh, we'll see you at the bar. And literally we went out to the bar and we were just getting like yeah. kind of people come up to us at, like all throughout the night. So That's sick. so cool. Yeah, the guy that ran the event fucking... Because I went around, we, we got like these shitty little business cards that we just throw at people so they know what the channel name is. Yeah. And we were just going around to all the tables just giving them out on our way out. Yeah. And um, one guy fucking grabbed my hand. He was like, fair play. And he fucking grabbed me close. like, you fucking little shit. That's my event. And then, uh, but he was joking. Oh, yeah. He was like, nah, respect to you boys. Oh, that's yeah. like, amazing. So, um, <laughs> that's quality. Do you think you'll get a brand deal come of it? Yeah, we're in a couple of good conversations, yeah. yeah. But, like, the good thing is they're not... Sometimes when you work with brands, you mentioned it before with a brand that will name uh, nameless, but mm. they, they want polite content of no swearing and being nice and all that shit mm. and smiling as much as you it's can. It's not real. But we've kind of gone in there and said, we don't give a fuck and we will crash it ever. Yeah. And so like the, the conversations that we're having now is... A pretty big bold uh, event, so it's yeah, it's like sick. Yeah, that's Fair quality. Uh, it's quality. I know we've done a whole. Usually, when we have YouTubers on, we tend not to do a whole show around the channel, and we and we talk more about y you guys. But I think because when we have like we have, I think it'll be safe to say like when you have people like Casper who are, lo are lovely and, and and sort of like KSI, their life is quite sort of like the same thing over and over whereas yeah. your videos are built around a narrative and stuff so i think we'll probably wrap it up there if you guys yeah listening or watching do want to check these boys out they're absolutely smashing it at the moment what is it youtube.com forward slash the zach and jay show with the the as well so remember yeah, that not just zach and jay yeah check it out check them out on the socials and all stuff like that boys it's been an absolute fucking pleasure 100 percent. please come back and tell us more stories please do right. do more videos yeah you'll have more to tell <laughs> yeah. us yeah jesus christ Cheers, more tweets like fucking hell someone's someone's bailed on us we need someone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm sure we'll end up seeing you guys at some festivals anyway yeah i mean you may be a last minute sub but i think you've just scored a 90 minute like 90th minute winner so smashed it yeah smashed thank you very it. much boys and uh we will see you next week cheers bye, guys. bye. this show is part of the radio stakhanov network